it was right you near, went there? Yeah, it was right near like a pizzeria. Yeah, it's a pizza. yeah, yeah. It's down. It's, it's it in Byron. So the school district is Byron Virgin, but Byron is a different town. Yeah, and they're known for playmates. Yeah, uh, and it's a it's a dry one, right? It's right? a dry one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So again, I've never been, uh, uh, but I know a lot of people that obviously have because I grew up out in Warsaw. I've, so. uh, I've been there too many times. Oh, jeez. Oh, Brandon, well, are you sure you want me to? Uh, no, no, it's fine. I, w- I went to I went to Brockport, and we were just we got drunk in the dorms, and we're like, let's go. What's the place in Brockport? The Stoneyard is it? Where you walk down the steps to the bar? Uh, the see, I don't know if it's called Stone. When I was there, it was yeah. called uh, uh, One Main. One Main. Okay, so I went there when I was younger. That's a nice place. Oh yeah, yeah that's and a then nice Across place. the street, you had a uh, uh, smokehouse. I don't know what it's called now. Yeah, and then you have then we had um, Canal Side. Well, I know the the One Main. They let. Underage, you can edit this out. Underage people in, so uh, yeah, none of yeah. us were twenty-one at the time. Allegedly, allegedly, I was had an ID, so they didn't know. But yeah, we well, just got drunk in the dorms, and we're like, "You want to go out? No, nah, let's go to the strip club." We I mean, went look, there, we brought look, a third. It's, it's fact that PJ Bottoms let people in underage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. They they would just put an X on your the top of your hand, and you'd get in, you'd go, <laughs> Listen, and just rub it off. And yeah. Like I, me and my well, wife met at one Utopia. picture of Rolling Rock, sir. Utopia. Utopia is where me and my wife met. So, yeah, I was 21. She was not. But she was definitely a little bit more intoxicated than I was. So <laughs> that's all you need to know about like, the underageness is go to you, Utopia. You met at Utopia. Tim and his wife met at Bottoms, Bottoms up. up. Okay. I mean, this is we, I was at Bottoms Up. When, that was back when it was level, though, right? Wasn't it a different No, name? Level was no, next level, door. Level was next door. Bottoms oh, okay. Up has been there for a long time. Right, level yeah. is where um, Rec Room is now. And Got after it. Rec Room, it was the Lodge. And okay. now I believe it's... It's rec room. Yeah. It's, oh, sorry. before that it was uh, the lodge. Yes, and before and that it was level. I forget what it was. Level. The level. lodge when they put they put like over a million dollars into that really? thing, and it did not work. So it was cool. I mean, I went to I went there for New Year's a couple of years in a row, mm-hmm. and we had a blast. Like venue was really cool, but I just it never it, it never stuck. Yeah, level was definitely the spot when I was younger that we'd go to. That and Club Dub. So. Um, that was on Delaware. I, I didn't go to Purple Monkey. I Purple didn't go Monkey. to the Chippewa around here. No, yeah. well, and I grew up in Warsaw, so like when I moved up here, I was 19. So we went there for a few years. A uh, buddy of ours DJed at Club W, so we'd always just go there and hang out and end up at Level or Brockport <laughs> or Utopia at once. I guess Ra- the we one guy uh, from Purple Starfish way back in the day, Doug. He yeah. lives in Florida now, but he used to uh, DJ at uh, Foreplay oh, all okay. the time. Yeah. I remember I went and visited him one time when I was living downtown. This is when I was single. And it was like a Tuesday night. I was like, hey, you want to do a shot? It's <laughs> like, holy crap, man. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. You go to Sub-Zero? Uh, yes, I have. I want to know. I want to go into that place now. It's completely covered in cement. There has to be a room down there somewhere. Probably, yeah, but the like, entrance is how do you cemented get in there? In. I don't even remember what it is. I'll have to go back and look at Street View. That's how I'm going to find it. Because it's definitely you know there. I used like, to go down yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sub-Zero. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all covered in cement now. Okay. The, the it's not even an isn't there anymore. I haven't gone downtown in a long Well, I mean, they do that brew tap thing, and we go down during that, but I don't know. Buffalo on tap? Yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. My, yeah. my other favorite bar that I was bummed that closed was Third Room. They like inclo- It used to be next to I've where like Mighty there. Taco is. Okay. And it used to have like an awesome back patio. Okay. So it's right next to where Bacchus is and that whole back patio, but it's now like a private business's patio. That place was awesome. I loved it there. We used to get limos down to quote because you'd win them. Quote. And quote was fun because your limo guy would pull up, and first off, that shit was not legal. I don't care. That limo was falling apart in the middle. Every time you got out, you'd just be like looking at it like, yeah. <laughs> it was this illegally, shit is, yeah. illegally modified limousine. Yeah. So then you get out, and you're like, oh, I'll buy the bartender a shot. And then you get in the limo and realize that the bartender's driving your limo, and you're like, fuck. I just bought this <laughs> dude like six shots. Uh. Man, we made it home. <laughs> it was like every time we'd get a limo, you'd win it on 
98 PXY or whatever that is, and uh, you'd get oh, down there. nice. Yeah, it was Purple Monkey. It was an old one, yeah, too. Pur- uh, Purple Monkey. Bada um, Bing, when it was a dance club, not a sports bar. I, that was It's where the new old Delaware, well, new Delaware you North so- building is. Soho was a dance club. It still then, is. It still is, right? And then the other one that was uh, a relic was Omega. And oh, then Omega. Okay. We I don't used to go that. and get bottle service there because our friend. Uh, Fancy pants over yeah. here. Bottle yeah, service. Baller. Us like country boys can't afford this bottle <laughs> service. You, bottle, you know you what we did is we just went out sh- in the woods like show two up miles. Drunk, yeah, right? you show yeah. up, you go out in the woods like, and all of a sudden nobody invites anybody. You just show no. up and it's like a hundred people come up. And you're like, what though? All right, let's fucking let's, let's do this. <laughs> like, let's like four different bands are playing, so you can't. I mean, yeah, these they don't know. No, they don't know. No, no bottle service there unless you bring your own. You bring your own, right? Right. Absolutely. So everybody's sitting on their own cooler because they're all Bogart and that shit. <laughs> Don't touch my no, beer. No, you're like, you got to go to the bathroom. You look somebody, they're like, yeah, I got you. My buddy <laughs> would bring Rolling Rock all the time, oh, knowing yeah. that we'll, we'll, nobody would drink we'll, it. No one would drink it. So if he saw someone with it, then yeah. he knew. Yeah. That's my freaking yeah. cooler, man. <laughs> out in Warsaw, if you had Bud Light, you were a baller. I mean, everybody was Keystone, and oh. you know what I mean? So yeah, Keystone. Rolling I Rock, ooh, being that, you, you'd like have a Rich Boy if you had that. <laughs> oh, was the, so being at like a, a fraternity house on off of Main Street... They would just like dump in a thirty rack of Keystone into like a garbage bin in yep. the basement. Yeah, yeah. a and pool. Oh a pool. my god! Yeah. Always, yeah. And like just like a swarm of like rats or something to someone who dropped a piece of food on the <laughs> ground. There's all the kids just swarmed. <laughs> just got right over it. there. Yeah, that was oh gone. My god. It was what I do with my my cooler at home, but it's not Keystone. It was so it, key, was, key, it was Keystone. Keystone in college and in high school. We went to party. It was this Milwaukee's beast. Nice. <laughs> so what's so Keystone's like the bottom of the barrel for Coors, and Natty Ice is the bottom of or Bush is the bottom of the barrel for Bushies. Bud, I love them yeah. for Bud Light, but yeah. or for Bud. But what's like Labatt's like Labatt? bottom Labatt? of the barrel? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, come on, come on. I mean, at least I didn't say the the game on beer, right? Um, yeah, hey, I, I don't, I hey don't know what they have, right? No, actually, I had that and I liked it a lot. Um, well, but there has to be. S- no, because I know. I, I mean, there probably is. I just Seagram's. Can't. No, but Seagram's isn't like. The I know, same but Seagram's it. owns. I think Labatt owns Seagram's. Labatt owns a lot of stuff now. They're buying up a lot of those micro so breweries. So by well. it was North American Breweries is what owned them, and then they got bought out by something else. I forget what the name of it is now. But yeah, they own a whole bunch of stuff like Genesee Brewery, uh, Pyramid. They own uh, Magic Cat. The Magic Cat brand is underneath the same umbrella as them i think i've had a magic hat number nine just because of the glass mm-hmm. and i've never had anything else from magic hat i don't know if they but make anything else in my mind I but of all the all the bars uh, adolph's is still our favorite right brandon i mean it's my second home i'm here all the time this is the third time i've been here and it's it really is a nice bar though the I'm other here. time was when you came looking for yeah that the was the first time yeah and i was pissed <laughs> off so i get here and the dudes it was like 1203 they had just opened and i was like i'm going there for lunch i keep hearing about all this food so i get here and the dude's like yeah our, our kitchen's not open during the week and i'm like all right i want a game on beer so i went to the bathroom i come back i'm drinking and i'm like don't taste like blueberry but it's good so i sent him a text i'm like it's pretty good he goes send me a picture of the the the, t- the beer and the tap yeah, handle the tap so i can post it so i sent it to him he goes yeah that's not our beer and i'm like well, was, it the e- was it the, the EF, EF bear yeah, yeah EF and i was bear. like and i looked at the dude i'm like dude do you have any idea what you're talking about he goes no <laughs> so i went down to the brew house and got some they did have it so yep and uh yeah. took it home what'd you get to eat on. here Nothing. They didn't. Oh yeah, they, they, lunch. So they this, went there and had lunch. Yeah. yeah. So I, and, no, by that time I was kind of irritated, so I just got the beer and left. Um, but I did have the chicken fingers because of the podcast oh. the last th- on Saturday, and I got them to go because you know that's just what I do. And um, they were fucking good. Aren't <laughs> they're they? So yeah. good. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. It's. I mean, 
people think we're not just talking it up because they're the sponsor of our football league. Right. They're legit good. Like yeah. I recommend them to people all yeah. the time. Yeah, and then you guys said the wings are good too, so well, we'll see. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, we're hanging out here at Adolf's. Uh, Marty is uh, Marty's incognito today. He's not here. But to my left is uh, Brandon Seclary, and to my right is Hoffy of David Hoffman from 69ers and of Talent Juice. Don't forget Talent Juice, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, any other teams? Me. Any other teams you have in there? Uh, so I was the original quarterback for Remember the Beer. Um, <laughs> yes, so we got we got to that. the championship the first year and got replaced, as Tim knows. And it took Marty five years and some better players to get back. So how did that feel? Good. Yeah. It was great, actually. Uh, look, maybe the reason we lost it is just the lack of. Uh, the lack of having Hoff on our team or oh, not having Hoff on our team. That's that's obvious, right? You would right. have been on the team if 69ers, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I only do two teams. So the Niners came back this year, and um, me and Tim talked, and I'd, I'd prefer to be on Talent Juice, which he did as well. So uh, it, it worked out well. No, so I, yeah, like I said, that's, that's ideally the ideal situation of what we would want. So, What other teams have you been on? Like not just 69ers, Talent Juice, Remember the Beer? Oh. There we go. Uh, tight ends in motion I played on one year. Um, I, I played with um, Chris Ritz. Is it Ritz? Uh, yeah. I so played with been him one year. Like, is it, was it, it Shattered Dreams was his last team, but they no, were of been, different was, names. So. Yeah, so it was before Remember the Beer. It was actually before Talengers. I played on him one year. And uh, I think that's about it. That's Actually, I can pull up. I don't, I don't think I actually know. How did you get started in the league? Oh, geez. Uh, so it was the fall of 2012, um, like I guess the summer, uh, a buddy of mine asked me to play, and he fed right into my ego. He goes, yeah, you'll be like the third or fourth best receiver on the team. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So we show up, and we actually had a practice. This guy was legit. Wow. Yeah. So in that practice, we were merging with a team called Blue Line. They all worked at the VA hospital. So, um, And after the practice, they kind of were like, yeah, we're not playing with them. So um, the team split. And we didn't have one, and we kind of showed up and just free agent almost everybody on the team. So we showed up the first week, and nobody really knew anybody. And uh, I think our first play was it was fall of 2012, and um, we played Lenny. And, you know, we didn't know then, but the infamous Lenny trying to go deep, the ball was intercepted on the first that play. That would have probably been the 10 hitters then. Yeah, it, it might have been. So, um, so yeah, that's how we started. The fall of 2012, we just kind of had a bunch of, you know, people we threw together off of free agents, people who knew people. And uh, I, I only knew two people on the team when we first started. And that year we averaged over 60 points and went 12-0 and for the title. In what division? Uh, five back then. So it would have been the not the red. It would have been the black division. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, the colors. It was, it was D five. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was. It was fun though. I mean, it, the league's always been fun. So back then, I think they wanted us to move up a little quicker than we wanted to. I mean, you won. You didn't have much of a choice. Yeah. No. 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 But I meant like I think Joe wanted us to move up quicker. We probably should have. But the quarterback at the time just wanted to go division by division and see if we could win all the way up. Get, how far did you get? Our first three years, we went 33-3 and three with three titles. Holy. Yeah. So, uh, Impressive. Fun, fun fact. So our second year, we, uh, our first loss was to a team called Duck Dynasty. And I don't know anything about them other than they only won one game. And they were the team that brought us down. They beat us 66-60 to 60 or something like that. And it was, uh, it was fun and, and awesome. And, and we also lost to Kung Fu Hustle that year. Okay. Uh, well, I, I was going to say, so because... No, you guys beat Kung Fu Hustle. The one in the title, but we lost title. to them in the in the beginning or the middle of the year. They beat us. Did they? Yeah, I'm looking at. Oh yes, they did. 
So I have that year actually pulled up. So you had victory over Flying Pierogies. Yeah, that was Hogan said it was his first uh, Flying Pierogies game. And all I remember was him just yelling and screaming because I kept scoring on him. And they just, he just started yelling, like, can anybody guard that dude? And, Sounds like and, him. Yeah, absolutely. And then I didn't know. I'd never met Hogan before. But this dude just kept yelling and screaming at everybody on his team. So then the next week you must have thought the same thing because uh, you beat Lava Cover Ninjas. Yeah, yeah, which I didn't know was. But I will say I remember that game in, in you, I mean, if the schedule or anything was around. But um, I do believe that uh, Totes had a game before. So it was like three series in before the Marty-led team showed up, uh, which kind of made it a little bit, you know, more Yeah, you would have been, uh, I, I, I can't pull up the schedule. But, yeah, it would have made it so that uh, – Adam and Marty probably would have been missing, and yeah. or Bridget or Stephanie. Yeah, there they was like four people that come there. running over, so I, I think that's what happened. Then having fun is number one. Then offensive pass that. interference, talent juice. I, yes, I 47 do remember to that. 30. So, yeah, and that game was fun. Um, that was the game I scored every point for the 69ers. And that that and was the game I had to fill in at quarterback playing against them at Rotary Field. So this is yeah. when we were at UB, we used to play on South Campus at the Rotary Field, like the track that they had down there. Yeah, and it was fun because uh, Tim, that was Jamie Cutler, ripped us up all game. You guys, our, so our defense was we literally left one female open. The 69ers did not understand the concept of a female touchdown. So we didn't score them. We didn't try to score them. We didn't try to defend them. Our goal is just score more points than the other team, and we're going to do it as fast as we can. Um, so Cutler just ripped us up, every, I mean, just down the field, down the field. They'd run Tim out to roll out one way, and then they'd just dump it to Jamie on the other uh, side. Off to the left, and she'd be wide just, open every time. And, and they probably thought they had a great play, but really our defense did not cover the second girl. We just didn't care because um, we just assumed at that level that if they're good enough to beat us, they're good enough to beat us. Most of the time they were dropping the passes. Well, Jamie was not one of those people, and she just lit us up. And we actually played you in the cha or the playoffs that year too. So, yeah, so then uh, to you guys lost to Duck Dynasty, 65-61 in a shootout. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Uh, so you lost to them and Kung Fu Hustle. So you did yep. lose to Kung Fu yes. Hustle. Yep. Both at uh, Coons Field. Yep. Pork Pullers, Glass Joe, you beat... North Buffalo, the one uh, from D4, still original North Buffalo, so Mecker's team, 65 to 26. Pork Pullers, I, those guys I remember vividly, but I their haven't seen them was, forever. Yeah, their quarterback was good. I remember that game because um, I was watching them play, and our best player uh, was at Rags that was pointing out we had that tall guy on our team that nobody could guard. He wasn't playing much that year. That was He actually hadn't played, so we had lost to Duck Dynasty, and I sent him a text like, yeah, I, we're not losing to this dude. I'm watching this quarterback play, and he is freaking great. And uh, he came out and didn't play the greatest against us, but um, they were a good team. That quarterback, he had a, he had a cannon. Yeah, so then uh, playoffs this year. Obviously, we'll get to the 69ers yeah, sure, this sure. year. Uh, you beat offensive pass interference 70-48. to 48. Now, I was away at, like, a festival oh, that year. Oh, that's why. <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> no. going to just suggest <laughs> so that that's possibly that's why. why. Uh, so, it. yeah, what happened, I'll, I'll, I if Tim wasn't there, so um, – your brother showed up, and we're all sitting there going, "Who the fuck?" Okay, so the guy yeah. that the guy that I said was the best player on our team, he got kicked out for pushing Alberto over, and then he stood over him. And they remember the ref that didn't wear shoes? Uh Dean? No, no. Oh, and I said Dean. the no, I, the ref, he paid attention. He wasn't Dean. Okay. It was uh, the guy never wore shoes. He always had a coffee cup and you know drinking coffee. Oh. Uh, so before yeah. that year, coffee. Yeah, <laughs> right. coffee. So before that year started, he told us that all the refs were out to get the 69ers and they were hoping that we lose. So this ref was out there, and him and the the player on my team got into it, and he started basically cussing him out and joking him over and told him to leave. So um, we get to the offensive pass interference in the playoffs, and your brother shows up. Yeah, because he wasn't obviously he wasn't there when we played. 
played right. earlier in the year. So. so we're sitting around going, who's guarding this dude? And then when we seen he was quarterback, we're like, all right, cool. At least it's better. You guys opened up to a 28 to nothing lead. In the first half. In the first half. You were destroying us. And obviously you see the final score. So um, Chad, who plays now on our team, um, it's uh, Shane's brother. He came up. He goes, "We got him right where we want him." And I was, I mean, I was fuming on the sideline. I'm like, "What the hell is wrong with?" You must us? have had the shirt in your mouth uh, and dude, everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't talking. The shirt was there, and um, yeah, so we came back and kind of, you know, put a hurting on you guys. But seventy points in the second half is a lot. How? They uh, threw me the ball. I was gonna say no, threw. I, I actually don't know because probably we score tur- female touchdowns. Probably some turnovers. Yeah, I would assume so. Uh, and that's how you guys got up so early. Is I mean, we didn't score them all in the second half, but you guys definitely jumped out to a twenty-eight, like a twenty-eight nothing lead in the first few minutes of the game. You guys just destroy it. We're destroying us, and we thought it was over. And um, yeah, it, that's it. Might have been the highest we scored. There was a game at uh, Ralph our first year where we had over seventy with seven and a half minutes left, and the other team called it. So uh, we actually intercepted and returned three straight passes. Not three drives, but three straight passes for interception touchdowns. And that kind of blew the game open. That upset me because I definitely want to score 100 if I was there. I, you know, it's it, yes and no. Like You want everybody to have fun. And it got to the point where, like I said, we probably should have moved up. We had a very stacked team. We didn't understand the rules. So all we were doing is going out there and throwing and catching. Like We didn't understand the females and, and all that, as I said. But you know, at the end of the day, we wanted every team to come back. And you put a hundred up against somebody, and you know they've obviously given up. And yeah, it, it, you got the it you got the pros and the cons. Like I can sit here and be like, yeah, that's awesome. But at the same time, is that team still in the league? And you know that's what we all want. Uh, you, some people might, and this is like I've said before, when ta- the original Talent Juice team took on, and we'd be losing by that much. It was all right. Well, we want to learn how to play in this league, so keep playing us the way you are, so that way we can take this one drive. And try and score against how you would actually play defense. Yeah, it's like golf, as opposed right? to like a yeah. You hit you hit one good shot in golf. You're like I'm coming back. I mean, you just want to keep keep the teams coming back. And and we would put in our second, third string quarterbacks. And it, I mean, our, the team was literally that good. I mean, it, we I would have loved to seen what we could have done with that team in higher divisions, but it never got that far. Just dismantled, didn't. Uh, yeah. So we had um the fourth session the. I don't know if that's when it was, but after we won D3, it went to four divisions, and we got put up. So we never actually went into a D2. We went right up to D1, and it was uh, spring. And Jordan, I think, was doing um, CO training, so he couldn't play. I, with work, I, I couldn't. I think I made, like, four games, three, four games that whole year, and the team just it didn't work um, in the higher divisions. The players weren't coming around, couldn't play, and uh, the team kind of fell apart after switch, that. Switch locations. I think we, that was probably yeah, right the, around when we went from the first year it, uh, uh, to, to uh, Conway Park. Conway, yeah, yeah, we did play that year then. Yeah, uh, our first game was actually great, so we we put a hurting on the team, but then the team got dropped down. So we had big egos walking in, and I think we played Barracudas the next week. I wasn't there, and yeah, that that ended the right then and there. There, there was no <laughs> more, there was no more egos after playing them. So how'd no. you get um. How'd you get stuck with this guy over here on Talent Juice? Or uh, well, his brother retired, so I actually started playing when his brother was the quarterback. And what happened is I, after Cutler destroyed us in D2, we uh, got her on the 69ers for our D3 team. And um, she and Josh Kelly were playing, and they were Talent Juice was shorthanded, and they asked if I would fill in, and I did. And Josh just came up and said, hey, they said you can come back. So that was kind of really the extent so, of it. It was the year that uh, Sticky Bandits moved into the same division as Talent Juice, and I lost a few of my players. A few people left. Joe Kaspersky left the year after that. That's the that. year I joined. It, it was, yeah. So oh, it was okay. that I year. Re- I actually don't remember you. Yeah, I don't remember you either. Yeah, I just asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that was the year I joined because Sticky, ba- Sticky was there 
Yes. The one session. Yes. The, and then okay. they're like there were one or two sessions, and then they went on to the other league. Yeah, that yeah. was the second year at Fresnick Park or whatever. Yes. yes. So, so it was at Fra- it was at Fresnick Park, and then you played with us in an indoor. Yes. And yes. then uh, I said, "Hey, we want you to come back the following session." And it's just been there ever since. So yeah. I think the one session you didn't play with us was when beer and juice flipped, but you ended up guest passing onto the D three team. No, uh, and it was also yeah. Was that the one? Okay, because I know there was one year that I didn't because the sixty niners did attempt a comeback, and um, it was that was the year that Juice was in the sa- D two. Yes, yep. and then I that was when I did play for beer. Yep, that was so, that that first year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah, and then uh, uh, the guy who uh, Rachel's uh, cousin, very nice guy, Kevin. Kevin, yeah. uh, just. Hey man, uh, this guy's wide open. Throw him the ball, and then just huck it up deep to like nobody. Yeah, it interception. Was we were down like twenty five the first year, in the first game first for game, yeah. remember the beer and came back and won. Yeah, um, yeah, nice guy. And that team, that kind of that was uh, Brian's first year, right in the it was, league. Or it, was it was Brian's first year outdoor. He had played with you, Mad Bro, with Marty and indoor. Oh, okay. I watched him play. This is like the first year I started working for the league. And I'm like, you guys haven't added this guy to totes? And it was Rachel's cousin, Rachel Wind. So I was like, he's playing on yeah. one of our teams. Yeah. So that's sort of how beer got started. And he didn't play on Juice initially at all. So when we were on the D3 team that won the championship, your first championship, Brian was on Remember the Beer. So he never won that championship. And then he got moved to Juice. And he just he's like, his first championship was when Talent Juice won D1. So. Yep. It was huge for him then. Yeah, if Marty listens, Talent Juice D1 champs. <laughs> I remind him as many times I as possible. I think we all do. I, I know, but I do. missed that opportunity so you're, today. So the 69ers, did, who made the call? Like, let's let's get the band back together and uh, give it so a try. Last year, um, I think, it, yeah, in the fall, I didn't join either. Was it last year? I forget when it was. Uh, I didn't join a team. And um, I had stuff going on at home, so I couldn't. Um, and there was a guest pass that was needed for pulls and holes. And so I show up, and it just so happened to be against um, Saturday Morning Quarterback Club, a.k.a. Remember the Beer, whatever they were called then. And so we needed a quarterback, and I jokingly, because knowing Marty and Hogan's relationship, I jokingly told Caitlin, get Hogan. So Hogan came, and uh, we won. And then afterwards, Josh Kelly came by, and he just, you know, he was like, hey, if we do 69ers again, let me know I'm in. And Carissa was there, and she goes, yeah, me too. And Caitlin said the same thing. And then out of the blue, like a week later, another original member, Joel, sent me a message. He's like, hey, do you ever think about getting that team back together? And I was like, all right, now it's four people in a matter of a week, so we might as well do something. So we started a little Facebook group, and we brought in as many original members as we could or core group as we could. And, um, you know, we wanted, to, we wanted to get it going and have some fun and, and remember what we were the first time we went around, not, not the knockoff versions that we tried to piece together and, and you know. The, the hot world. dates of the world. Yeah, and, uh, and even the hot dates. I mean, that, that, was, that was completely my fault on why that blew up. If you look at that roster one day and realize what we could have done, um, I mean, there was a hell of a lot of good players on that team. Um, so after the hot date fell apart, we kind of pieced together 69er teams, of, you know, here and there. And it just it never worked. And so, you know, I kind of put that to rest. And when, you know, like I said, four people just openly said, hey, let's do this out of the blue. It, it kind of sparked a little bit of excitement for everybody. Timing was right. Hey, this makes sense. Let's, let's get the let's get the guys back. Together. Yeah. So and the, the ladies and the ladies. Right. Right. So and, and we miss some uh, Amanda and Jordan. I think Amanda, she had her second kid, so she wasn't ready to come back. And with Jordan, you know, two kids is, is an awful lot, especially young. Caitlin went 
went and you know got pregnant, and uh, so that kind of put a damper. But that was she's later an on. original member, right? She is not. She's not. No. So on the team, the original members, uh, Carissa. She's played all but one year because she tore her Achilles, so she missed a year. Um, Dan, the older guy, he was an original member. Joel, Josh Kelly, myself. I'm trying not to miss anybody. I think that was it for the original members. Your brother? Uh, he was not. He didn't actually start playing with us until D3, and he only played like three or four games that year. So um, he came on. We were in the playoffs against 9-1-1, and our quarterback hurt his shoulder at halftime, and we were we were down by like 20 points or something. So my brother filled in the second half and led us to come back. And then he played in the championship the following week. But, you know, he didn't come till the third year. So, yeah, that year you guys got moved to the D1. So you started off against any given Saturday, which is woke up real dangerous if you go back through all of their names. So you guys beat them so bad that they you said they moved down a division? Uh, yeah, I, that's who it was. I, and I, yeah, don't know and I mean, I'm looking at the is. schedule. Okay. Because then the next week, you guys got destroyed by Barracuda, 66 to 14. Yeah, I wasn't at that game, but uh, and and uh, I say that. Be, no, no, that's not why we would have got destroyed. Anyways, I've never actually played wide receiver against that team, so I've always been interested in doing that because uh, I've heard so much about them and playing quarterback. They were just extremely athletic all across the board. I mean, I played I played a version of Barracudas and in indoor, and that was the only experience I had for it. But right. It was always, it's like the when people play the Wanderers now. Yeah. Just the challenge of playing the Well, but the, the Wanderers team. do play zone, so, I mean, you can pick your poison. The Barracudas always played, you know, man-to-man, so it was always, uh, Brandon, you know, as a receiver, if somebody's going to line up right on you, you want to win. I mean, if they're playing 20 yards off, it's like, all right, I'll run a hitch route and get down the field, I and mean, that's why the Wanderers win, right? Because we yeah. all play them so much room. But if somebody's literally steps right in front of you, you're like, all right, let's play. And um, so I was never actually able to do that, but they were a hell of a team. So, excuse so, me, so... so well, Go on, The rest of that season, uh, you guys beat Totes McGoats because, of course. Of course. Um, but back when the – this is – so it's Jennings should be stunners. here later. Yeah. Yeah, you guys lost to Stunners 53-18. Yeah, yeah, that was a Pickens-Stunners team. I didn't play them the first time, but they did beat us in the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. 60-50. to 50. You have a great memory for all this. Yeah, what else am I going to do? I drive around all day. <laughs> no, I, we got – so in the playoffs, uh, I remember Pickens just, just – <laughs> he made me look stupid. He caught like a little out pass, and he just stopped. I'm like, oh, easy tag. No. He just hit the sideline, and he just ran, and I just stood still. I'm like, yeah, that was my first introduction to Pickens, and now I know why. He's one of the best players in the league. You know, and he featured as a receiver for uh, Laces Out this year is the first time since uh, – probably since his stunners. I don't know when else he was a receiver between those two times, so – Indoor a little bit, I think. Uh, yeah. Indoor a little, and then I believe he subbed in for family feuds every now and then. But being on a team as a receiver, I think this is his first time in a while. Yeah, he, he's it, fantastic. It, I, yeah, I, the first – so we ended, we lost in, uh, lost in the playoffs this year, and we're in the huddle. And the first thing I said, I'm like, hey, great season, everyone. Everyone come back. And I just looked straight at him, and I'm like, no, 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 seriously, everybody come back. Everyone. And I kept on saying it right to him, and he goes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's an asset – on offense, he's an asset on defense, and he is. I've mentioned this a bunch of times. He's one of those players that you you want on your team. He is by far the best player on the field, but Every is time. also okay with running decoy and not touching the ball. Right, he's very intelligent. You can tell oh. that when he calls his quarterback plays and stuff. Yep. Like where where people are going, you're like totally he's getting the ball, and then all of a sudden, you know, he looks the other way, and you're like, oh crap, yeah. I forgot about that person. So the other team that you were on that you probably. Uh, couldn't recall was uh, no problema. Oh, that was the Chris Ritz team, I think. That's probably yeah. which one it was then. Yeah. 
So that was a Josh Kelly asked me to play on that too. I mean, and we were on Hillary, um, not our president. That was a team that I was on. That's all kind of the version of Poles and Holes. I think uh, Josh put a, I don't know, some kind of Pokemon. I think, oh, Space version. Jam. No, well, it was a different name, I think, but maybe it was Space Jam. So it was. Uh, Skr- uh, it was Space Jam. Uh, then there's Hot Data. I'm not seeing anything else other than Space Jam that I can think of. Okay. And then Hillary, not my president, and then everything else is Talent Juice, Hot Date, 69ers. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Only f- only football. I'm surprised you haven't played softball. I played. Well, nobody's asked, but um, you I played pl- softball. I swear he's he hasn't been. No, I've never played it. The only other thing I played was after the first year of uh, football, Joel asked me to play on an indoor hockey team. So oh, I did okay, play yeah. on one of those. I I couldn't tell you a single. I know one of the faces if I saw him, but I couldn't tell you a single person. Because Josh on the team. played on that team too, right? Josh Kelly. No, just not the one I played on. Joel and myself were the only two from '69. That was back on. when we were off of like uh, Lake Road and. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it would have been the winter of 2000, winter 2012-13. So if it's 2012, then it wouldn't be on the website. Right. I, I played one game in that session with you. I know. I loved playing there. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was fun. fun. It was it was a blast. I was not very good, but it was very. You fun. know what? You don't have to be good to play in. That league, honestly, you just have to be able to hustle and stand in front of the net and maybe hit the puck here and there. That's that's all you really need to do. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> again, why I don't play in the league ever? The reason you just Tim said. is Tim is your typical fourth line grinder. It's oh, it's yeah, it's yeah. Glo- he will run his ass off running around, get in front of the net, and just start hacking away I, at everything. I learned one move from uh, James, and I use it all the time. What I'm not going to give it away, but you're joining my team. I know, but other people listen to this. Amber listens. Marty, I can't give Marty it away. and I are on our top line, and we want Tim to be our grinder. On Marty's our on your top line. He's, he's no, he's, actually, he's I've heard really that he's good. pretty good. Yeah, he's he, putting he the, looks like somebody that would have played hockey. He does. He plays ice hockey. He plays pond hockey. He plays. He's going to be playing goalie for. Uh, I hope not. I want to find a goalie. I know. I want to keep him out. But so this year, 69ers. Let's jump to uh, 2019 uh, D3 champions, 69ers. Yes. So you started out the season pretty rough. What, what what was the change? Like what happened? Because you actually, I mean, actually, I'm so can you talk about your first loss of the season? Thirty-two yes. to eighteen to laces out to a non-pickens led laces out. Um, yes, uh, listen, honestly, Brandon just picked us apart. We played a very soft zone, and that kind of fit into what he does. Um, he said it perfect right after the game. We went deep every play, and that fits into how they defend. So. Um, 69ers did not have a good quarterback that day and uh you know we just we couldn't get out of our own way to start this season so uh we we thought lost to laces out like you said um the first week the second week we got destroyed against can't two and touch us i think 78 they put up, to 54 yeah and that is it's not uh, destroyed that's i mean they put up almost 80 points against i us. know but you put up 54 let's, let's yeah our team never i mean we we could score that was the first game that hogan played for us uh so let's go back after the first game we were sitting on the sideline and the retired hogan and he can he can tell his version when he comes on but what he told me was that he didn't want to commit to putting a team in because of his work schedule and when he realized he was switching shifts or something he had an opening and you know we had played together on hot date and so we were talking and and kind of talking about that team that we had and I said hey if you want to play you know come join I didn't want to play quarterback that was evident for my team from the beginning I had no desire to play I'm not very good at it so I'd much rather run around and catch the ball Uh, so he did come out the second week and he played all but two games for us after that and uh, yeah they put a big hurting on us but we it was the side field that's short uh, the one that we got rid of. Yes, yeah. So it literally, they were run. They would run like a slant and an out route, and they were at the ten. We're like, how is this possible? Despite as many times as we've told Joe that the field is short, uh, and that one was, so that's why we stopped playing on it. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, that I've never liked Field Five. It's, yeah, it is short. It, it was yeah, and it's just I mean it's hard to defend because you're expecting a few more. You know, you give especially a team like that that can. Yeah. I mean their quarterback has got one of the best arms in game on. I don't care what division he can make any throw. Yeah, he throws the nicest ball. Yeah, it's amazing. And if you if you can't really defend it on a short field because an underneath route gets him right to the end zone. So, um, and that, I mean, that was a big difference not to jump ahead in the, the playoffs against them. Um, and then, at, yeah, after that, we played Lenny's Legend without the Wanderers. They were playing talent juice that game. So we got uh, Kelly as quarterback, which is very good quarterback. I mean, Frank-esque, all the play calls and stuff. Uh, but it wasn't the full roster. Uh, we did not have Hogan that game, so he was working. It was not the full roster for them, and uh, I mean it was a competitive game. I think we only won thirty-four eighteen. Yeah. I have the schedule in front. Yeah, of me, no, so, I know, yeah. I know. Um, so I, after that, we played um, Team Genesis, yeah, or Genius, and that was our full roster. They did guest pass James, and we could not stop him. Actually, was he their quarterback or he was wide receiver? He was a receiver, them. and so the first half they really, you know, took a lead, and then we realized, okay, just stop James, and we're going to get back into this. He eventually guest passed onto that team. He did. So I think yeah. that was his goal, and he did the same thing with Juice because sure, he, same thing. Hogan, similar situation. Yep. Didn't know his work schedule. Didn't know what he was going to be. Doing. Correct, correct. So uh, he he put a big hurting, and they actually we took the lead, and they drove down, and um, they threw it like a. It, or I'm sorry, we got it to with one, it, within one score, and they drove down and threw a out pass on our defense. We were we were all looking at James, and this dude literally just stood in the corner of the end zone. And I'm like looking at the other safety. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like stopping him. And I'm like, okay, makes sense. James beat us the whole game, and we just stopped guarding the other players. Uh, so the, yeah, they beat us, and then. So the following week was Jugs and Nuts or whatever, Correct. and uh, I was not there. Uh, my brother was not there. I think it was. I think they played Iron Man. I think it was four four males showed up and maybe three females showed up. I guess it was close at half from what I was told. Uh, there was a bad call that kind of allegedly bad call that kind of turned the tide where we thought we intercepted it. They called it a touchdown or you know right around the goal line they scored. Second half they you know just beat us bad. Um, and then and after that loss. So way back on September 28th at 10 a.m. Yep. at Conway Park on Field 2. Uh, your guys' season turned the following week. You guys yes. you know, have yes. a doubleheader the next week, uh, October 5th, 1 p.m. This was Nashville for everybody. Yeah. And uh, the Nashville trip turned our season around. So the first game we played Banff Ninjas, and as much fun as they are, I think a solid quarterback, and that's a – really tough team they need to play. A Q, they need a QB. Yeah, because their best player is playing quarterback, and that's tough when he's got the athlete or athlete that he is to run around and, and try to call plays. And, um, you know, they changed some things around. And it, to us, it was kind of a trap game. We knew that we were the better team. We felt that the whole year um, before we added Hogan, we thought we were going to be a playoff team. And, and adding Hogan, uh, Hogan, to me, solidified us as one of the top teams, but we just couldn't put it together. So we played them, and, um, you know, everything kind of gelled. And then the next game, Hogan had to go play for totes. And so we're going against Bishmo, I do believe. Correct. And, uh, again, Nashville turned our season around because Kyle from Laces Out was their quarterback that day. Oh, that's a, that's a luck, lucky draw there. That is a, so, again, the Nashville trip, as I told you in some text messages um, a couple weeks ago, there was a lot of factors that came into us even making the playoffs, let alone For going sure. on the run. And that was one of them. Um, me and Kyle dueled out to a 20-18 to 18 game. It was very horrible on both sides. Um, two people that don't play quarterback that tried our hardest. And, uh, and Kyle was... I'm making fun. Kyle's not that terrible at quarterback. No, no, but he's, I mean he's competent. We no, it, absolutely. The play calls were there, but we're not quarterbacks. Um, so you know you're going to throw, and we're each 
each team was missing most of their players to Nashville. So uh, my brother wasn't there. Um, Meg wasn't there. Uh, Cassidy and her uh, boyfriend weren't there. So so we were shorthanded. They were shorthanded. So it was more along the lines of that. I mean, we were all trying to play, but we we weren't playing with the people that we normally play with, especially Kyle. So that kind of turned us around where we were getting things in order, and then Bodak came next. And, um, you know, that's really, I, I think what happened then is we started bringing beer and truly for Hogan. Um, and Fuel? Yeah, fuel for Hogan. So and obviously in his retirement, it was more than just his middle section that went soft because he started drinking truly instead of Budweiser. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Maybe he's trying to reduce that midsection. Yeah, he's got a long way to go. Maybe his, I'm uh, not one to talk. His but. sponsorship ran out with uh, one beverage and someone else signed him to a lengthy contract. Yeah, yeah. So, no, absolutely. And, and he, you know, he came to play that game. And, and it kind of, I think we, as a team, we just realized we can do it. Um, we have the talent all over the field. We just have to put it together and put the egos out. And that was also the first time that a lot of players stopped showing up for whatever reason. So we were playing more with like five, six males and, you know, three, four females. And it's a lot easier to yes, get into a is. groove. And, and even with Hogan, I mean, he tried to come in and, and he did his best. He was throwing the ball all over the place. Um, but, you know, you got one receiver trying to get other people playing time. So people are in and out, in and out. And, you know, he was calling plays because that's what, you know, we wanted to do. And in reality was uh, that game, he just told me, he goes, I don't, I don't want to call plays. Unless I have a play, just go. And it was easier for him because he would call plays and then people wouldn't go to where he wanted them to go. So, you know, the play would just end as he's looking at somebody he knew was going to be open and they just don't run the route. Or the other problem that I've found sometimes with calling plays is it's great. Like I said, it's great when everyone does what they're supposed to do. But sometimes you have in your mind predetermined who you're going to throw to. Right. And if that person isn't open, then it's just, oh, now what do I do? Right, right. So you don't, don't always have a backup plan. Whereas if it's everyone just get open, as long as everyone spaces themselves properly, you can usually find someone who's going to be open. Yeah, and, and the Bodak game was also, since the teams were shorthanded, that was really the first time all year that me and my brother were able to play receiver and defense at the same time. So we feed off of each other pretty well. And uh, Sadie came through. Is You know, you played a couple games Slim. with him. He's a very Slim. good athlete. Yeah, yeah. A very good. Not really the football IQ at the start of the year. It came on definitely later. And, and it, we didn't trust him as a team. Not that he couldn't do it, but we hadn't seen it. Uh, assuming he's played, fo- like, the other football before. Yes. He just looks like he's a soccer he player. He does, right. right. And he, I think he even has soccer cleats when he comes to the yes. field. So. That's usually how you identify right. the person. Who's right. So, yeah, I mean, he stepped up and played. And in that game in particular, uh, I think Joel was there. And he's a very good defensive player. So we were able to, we started in zone and they just picked us apart. They have one very good male and, and uh, Lace has found that out. You guys played them right before us or a couple games before us one, that day. One player. One, one player, yeah. They have one player that we were able to figure out how to stop or slow down. Um, this is, sorry, Bodak or Lightning? Bodak. Bodak. Okay. Bodak. Yeah, so they have their quarterbacks very, very good. But when the play breaks down, all he does is throw it up to the guy and he makes the catch. I mean, it's he boxes himself out. He had to have played basketball. He gets in position, he boxes us out, and he would make the catch. So we went man, and what we ended up doing is we brought Hogan in and had him guard one of their females, and they would. I thought um, you were gonna say we brought in Hogan and he just shut him down. Yeah, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Hogan's a quarterback. Uh, so what we did is we ended up we played man, and we ended up dropping Hogan because their big play they would go on a crossing route, so yep. they would drop Hogan right there, so he could be able to play the front ball, and it would it, the quarterback. I I don't know if he just stopped throwing the ball. He, he wouldn't do it. He was forcing it other places. We were able to get a couple interceptions and, and kind of seal the game. But they were actually up at halftime. No, it was another. And then you guys round out the season against two teams that are also competing for playoff spots 
and two must-win games. I mean, if yeah. you lose either of them, you're out of the playoffs. Right, right. And 44-37 over Lightning Falcons, a, a good team, solid team. Solid team. I think the score made it closer than we felt on the field. We never really – it was one of those games where you just – you know, I think you talked about it with tight ends and, and talent juice at the beginning of the year. We never really felt like it was close, but it, the score says it was. Yeah. And, and that's kind of how that game felt. It's more like, all right, we're here, we're playing, but, you know. You know, you're up two scores. They get one at the end that makes it within one score, but really right. it was out of hand. It right. was out of reach, and you knew it beforehand. Right, yeah. We were just more like – yeah, exactly. We kind of felt that, you know, let's just get this, you know, in the garage and move on to the next game because we knew family, family feud from – And so. You know, and some dudes were uh, we're going to be a pretty tough team, and they, obviously they were fifty six fifty win over that. So it wasn't yeah. like you guys, it wasn't the sixty ers of the old days where you just blew teams out on your way to uh, undefeated season in the championship not as you moved all. up to D one. So yeah, not a very hard fought season. And uh, you know, like you said, Hogan had played with you guys before. I know you had said, "Hey, things didn't work out the first time around. It, it wasn't necessarily." talent wise it was just maybe personality wise but there was never animosity towards one another at the time but didn't come back until later on and i, I was glad to see you guys rejoin and, and put together a team and have as, the success that you guys did yeah so what what happened was is the original 69ers captain and quarterback um he he was battling his own demons that nobody really knew about mm -hmm. and um he passed away uh in the next year, I played quarterback for a hot date. We changed the name. And, um, you know, it was fine. It was fun. And the, the following spring, we weren't going to put a team together. And then somebody said, hey, bring in Hogan. So we brought him in. And I was like, listen, I, I, and, and I've apologized since, but I couldn't play with another quarterback. Not on our team. And uh, not with, I mean, the guy was a, a personal friend of mine outside of this. And, you know, the way he passed away and everything, it kind of, it was my fault, and it took me a few years to realize that. And you know, me and Hogan worked it out, obviously. So it kind of brought it all full circle, and and I'm glad it did. As I told him after, I'm glad we didn't stop playing because of that at that time. Yeah, you know, and it's obviously you were friends outside of this, and as you play with people in the league, it's, these teams become like family for a lot of people. Absolutely, you know? they're not just people that hey, we get together on Saturdays and play football. I know laces out. They all of them are friends, and they all hang out outside of the field, and that's that's what it's all about. And to lose somebody like that, I just I can't even imagine. Yeah, and his brother was on our team, so I mean that kind of that brought a lot a lot of uh, emotion to the team. And um, you know, like I said, it wasn't Hogan's fault. He did his best. He tried to bring everybody together, but I mean, I wasn't some of it, it was probably his fault. Well, for I mean, yeah, I mean, he, well. yeah, he he yelled and screamed, and he wouldn't throw me the ball enough. But you know, you deal with those quarterbacks from time to time. T typical they things learn. that yeah, Tim, that, uh, yeah, Tim, yep, yep. they learn. They learn if they want to win. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I've, enough people say that to me. I can't. I have to pick one. So no, there's two sitting right here. Yeah, I know. If I'm not open, I know Brandon is. <laughs> and I'm always open, so I know Brandon is too. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like uh, you know, you have that uh, the meme where Batman doesn't know what button to press because they're both open. Which one do I throw to? You know, that's a great captain answer. You're all good. I have to pick the right one. <laughs> I have to spread. I have to keep both people happy. You have Odell and Landry on. You the throw same it to Hoffman. He's going to be downfield. He, you're going. He's going to get more yards. He's going to make the catch. I'm there for this. I'm like the safety net. You know you're what I mean? Cole I'm, I'm the Cole the Beasley. Like I'm your. I should be your third look. But and he's always open. So yeah, I mean, exactly. he, and he should be your third look because everybody is just going to bail on him. So you're going to get ten yards every play. Yep. So I was also uh, I was happy to see uh, the the so Kay was on the team from the beginning of the season, correct? Yeah. So. Uh, 
because uh, Caitlin decided she had to have a baby, um, we were shorthanded. Priorities, and, I yeah, guess. And yeah, and Kay posted on Facebook, and, and you tagged me to, to talk to her. And I guess she was actually on a flight. So when she got off the flight, I was the first message she looked at. I and was the second. It, were you? By the way. Awesome. I would have <laughs> It was a battle, and you won it. Oh, it, you beat us on the field. You beat us on the field, right? So, so yeah, we got K, which gave us the third female. And um, the week two, um, I had no idea who Meg was. Uh, I was going to say, I wasn't sure if you guys knew each other before the season no, started. No, not at I'm, all. I'm sure Hogan knew who she was. Yeah, well, and that's how she came. I mean, we played the, the game against Talent Juice, uh, for Talent Juice, I mean. And the second week, I told Hogan, I said, well, I think we're going to be short. And he asked Meg to play, and I knew that she was available as far as time because she wasn't playing with us. Um, and afterwards, I'm like, hey, if you want to play with us, and, and she did guest pass her, her way on, thankfully. Um, so, yeah, Kay was from the beginning, as well as Cassidy, uh, who's Caitlin's cousin. And okay. she she came on, again, um, we were going to add her as well, but when Caitlin said that she was pregnant, we're like, all right, we definitely need your cousin. So I told Caitlin she's in charge of getting a replacement for her. And, and so Cassidy... Um, who on our team was definitely the most improved. Uh, she got the award for most improved. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I played with her when she first came in the league, and uh, she's definitely learned the ropes. She's she's a, a player that's definitely going to be able to go out there and play. Yeah, so I obviously you guys have this team you march through. Uh, purple, so you guys played Jugs and Nuts again. First round, close game, 48-44. Yeah. Can't yeah. two-hand touch this, the number one seed. 66 to 36. Break that game down. Like yeah. So you, they score 74, and then they get 30. Um, okay, so how did it start? Uh, they marched down the field to begin, and they scored. And um, what had ended up happening was they had uh, somebody on their team that was more interested in, like, not playing by the rules than playing, and he kind of fed into us. Uh, so there was a couple questionable things he was doing, and he got kicked out of the first half, and then actually the game, um, and that kind of so that made him go down a player. And you know, when you've got a good player that goes out, I don't know his name or who he was or what what the reasoning behind it was, and it's no big deal now. Um, listen, we went out and we made more plays obviously than they did, and the big thing that happened was is they were driving, and, and Tim told the story. So they were driving, and. They had a player. They were running slants, and we were playing man. And me and my brother were like, "Listen, he's you know they're getting congested. He, somebody's breaking free. They're gonna run it. They've continuously ran it. So we were at like the they were at the ten. We said just switch it. So his guy ran a slant, and I just stayed with them. And when Matt turned, they had a female walking in for a touchdown, and she literally just the ball went right off of her hands and right into Matt's. And he ran down the field. Their quarterback didn't chase him, and um, Kay ran down after him, and we got eight points. And that was huge. I mean, that's a 16-point swing right there. They were going to go up, and, and we ended up getting that. And then you guys all play in D1. What do you do against um, a team that goes deep every time is you take away the deep ball. Yep. And ultimately speaking, a team that goes deep every time will always attempt to go deep. They might go a game or two where they you know, dump it off, dump it off, but they will eventually go back. And it puts them, quote-unquote, behind in the chains. Correct, yep. correct. And we were getting up. So what we did is we literally we stayed man, but we, we, played, we played deep off of them. We, weren't, we were giving them take anything you want underneath. We're going to take away the deep ball. And I, I don't know if it frustrated the quarterback or if his players did. There was two or three plays where he just threw the ball on the ground. He's like, you guys, nobody's looking for the ball. And he literally would just throw it down. And I think Meg had two sacks that game. Um, they just... Wanted to go deep, wanted to go deep, and and we got two or three interceptions on them, um, you know, early on in the second half, you know, as well as the one in the first half, and that really, it just they got in their own heads. Says, so, I mean, they're a hell of a team, yeah, they're very hell good. of a team, very offense, good. defense, and um, 
The prettiest ball ever you'll ever see. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the guy can stand in one corner of the end zone and just flick it to the other corner. And even before that game, I was talking with Ralph on the side. I'm like, just watch this dude. I'm like, this guy is a legitimate player in this league. Like, he should be a D1 quarterback. But, you know, Natural friends, throwing ball, yeah. Absolutely. Friends and everything like that. I understand why he isn't, you know, with them. But any team in D1 that wants a quarterback, they should call this guy up. I don't know his name. But, I mean, again, him and Seth have two of the best balls in game on. Oh, yeah. And, and the Seth strongest for arms, Menaces, right? Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. I mean, they just put the ball wherever they want to and and again in this game i don't know if it was him or the the team but they just kind of they got in their own heads and that was it uh, it's a very good comparison actually both very elusive quarterbacks and then put the ball wherever they want on the run right right and then like woke up real dangerous i mean justin's got a great long ball take it away and see what he does and every time justin and that team put together drive they do very good but they always when they turn around and they say, "Hey, I go for the long ball. I, I want to get it. I want to get it." And and you know, and I get it as a quarterback that's you know has played against laces out. That's what I did. Is I threw the ball deep. It's a it's a percentage play that you might not complete, but it's also not in a bunch of traffic. So it's kind of like, all right, I'm. Mean, it's a 50-50 ball. Let's see who wins. Um, and when we were playing that far off, it just you know we we ended up playing better defense than they did offense. That's I guess. It, it, being a QB, it, it, I, I'm completely the opposite. I think about everything else underneath that I can right. do rather than throw the ball down the field. May it come to a fact that I don't have that strong of an arm to actually do it. Maybe if I actually could, I would throw the ball I longer. Saw, I saw you throw. I, I saw you throw. That uh, one game, I yeah, told yeah, you. Yeah, you called me out on it, and I saw you throw, and that was a hell of a pass. Uh, but you also run those routes, so you know those routes are going to be open. Because you, you as a as a wide receiver, um, when Tim doesn't send you on an out and up or and all that stuff, it's you know the the double comebacks, it's the the quick outs, a quick slant, a, a crossing route. I mean, you you run the routes you throw. And with the 69ers, when I first started, that's all we did was go deep. So I, those were the routes I ran until I got with Tim, and he started making me run hitch routes and cross routes and stuff like that. <laughs> He's like, you're too fat to run <laughs> down the field. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, go get your inhaler, you dummy. Your ability dictated the routes you were able to run. I don't know. D3 Championship said I can uh, run hey, deep look, anytime ooh, I want. Ooh, ooh. Uh, that's, uh, you know, a quarterback that throws deep is all. So you guys make it to the championship. Uh, yes. 54-46, Bodak Yellow. The number two seed. So now you've taken down the number one. You're taking on the number two. Uh, what is that? Describe the game. I don't know if you've already gone through it or not, but describe the game. The feeling of uh, winning the championship with that group of people. Emotional. Um, like I said, with the the original quarterback and stuff, there was uh, a player on our team got us all wristbands with his initials on it. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. That's really so cool. so we were all wearing it. We had it around a beer, but it wasn't the Labats, I guess. So we had to take it off. But um, you know, it was it was good. Um, it's some of the most fun I've had on a team because of the adversity from the beginning of the year, not knowing, you know, with, with me not wanting to play quarterback and then Hogan coming in, starting out one and four, having a lot of uh, egos involved. And, I mean, look at Hogan, myself, and my brother. That's three huge freaking egos, man. Oh, and yeah. we all know it. I mean, you, Brandon, you played with my brother and, a little and, bit, and, and, and he's off. I mean, and I mean, I, and K, I, of course, they're the biggest hey, you know, I, I'll say, I even put it on Facebook in the group, K kind of got us alive because she, she doesn't yell at the players or the team, she, like on her team or the other team. Like, she was screaming at the refs, and, and a lady on the other team said something. She goes, oh, no, honey, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the refs. Like, as nice as could be. And then she turned around and just started cursing out the refs again. I'm like, I love this. This is fantastic. So she kind of calmed us down because that was early on in the game. Um, and like I said, Bodak has one very, very good player. They're a very good team. All right. So, But they have one player when the, when the play breaks down, they're going to. Yeah, when, and, when the game is on the line, that's, that's who they're targeting. Yeah, and, and 
the first game when they were running, when we were able to stop him when we went to man, what they were doing is they were running him on the deep cross, but they were having a female on the opposite side, the side he was running across to, running like a short hitch. So we were able to drop Hogan to take that away. This time, I don't know if it was game plan or not, but they ran her on a cross, so it was singling him up on the other side. And the fields weren't the greatest, and he made a lot of catches, and Matt, Matt guarded him for most of the game. And, um, I mean, we couldn't stop him. And on the other side of it, we scored pretty much every play, so that was able to, you know, offset that. I think we stopped them once before the final drive, and um, I don't think they stopped us until right before the final drive. So we were able to, to kind of get ahead that way. I think we had more gender touchdowns than they did, so, you know, it wanderers way, right? Yeah, yeah, outscore. Right. So uh, MVP of the championship? Matt. Matt? Yeah, my brother. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was the MVP of the whole season. Um, when he's right, he's right. I don't think there's anybody in the league that can stop him. Um, I think Hogan, I mean, we gave the awards out. Hogan was our offensive MVP. And, and even though we started out 1-4, and four, and me and Hogan played on that season before with Hot Date. So the game against, um, uh, who was it there? Uh, Banff Ninjas. Yes, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. first time me and Hogan on the same team actually won a game. And this was a season and a half together. Uh, so that was a long time coming. But Hogan... He changed the mentality by not calling the plays. And what he ended up doing as a quarterback, and whether this is just the way he's always played or not, is he just he let us make plays. He threw the ball and just said, go go get it. As far as I know, that's what Flying Pierogies has done. I don't okay. know if they really call plays all that much or if it's more of a, a hey, just ragtag, let's get open, and I'll, I'll feel. I'll feel right. what's, you know, who's open, who's making the plays. And, and yeah. that's how he's had a connection with uh, Amber a lot of the times, right. too. They just... He knows where she's going, and he knows where to put the ball for her to make plays. Not to say that Brandon doesn't know how to do that, but no, and I've, I've heard Amber mention that before. Yeah, and Amber's not here, but she's one of the most underrated players in the league, too, and she's very good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Hogan, literally, that was his game plan. Just, you know, let me and Matt run around, and when that broke down, he had Sadie coming across the middle or, or running, you know, in an area, and our females stepped up um, greatly. I think Cassidy had two touchdowns. Um, Carissa might add one Meg had multiple uh, diving tags and a play that broke down and our, a guy got loose. And, I mean, he could have pretty much ran down the sideline and she dove to make the stop. His complete team effort stopped the bottom. Brandy, you have any other questions for the captain of the D3 Championship 69ers 2.0? Uh, the only comment I have is I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got him the first week. <laughs> That's about I got I got a victory over the D three champs, but I'm glad I got on the first week. The, yeah, that was that was a, a good thing. And and I'll say this, um uh Laces Out has one more D one player than sixteen Niners two point does. So Ooh, uh, we do? just to, yeah, just to clarify that. They had two until we added Meg. I don't know how you qualify D one if you just say that they're star players, but uh and I don't mean star as far as like amazing. Oh, or like how far back you go, but yeah, yeah, you guys I mean, you think about it, you got Jeff, I judge you got Pickens, you got you, you got Lauren's a D1 player. Amber's well, a D1 she's player. Uh, she didn't play this year on D1, but she's a D1 player. Adam's she did. a D1 player. I believe. No, Amber didn't play on D1. Amber, D1. Amber was on uh, beer. beer. And she went down to the D4 team, the show me your dot dot dot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, uh, I th for some reason, I thought she subbed or guest passed. Uh, she on, probably uh, did sub and, or, or yeah. that. But So, I mean, yeah, you guys had quite a bit of D1 players. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. moving up party, uh, whole team coming back in the spring? Uh, uh, I know, obviously, no. work. No, I mean... If the team wants to come back, absolutely. I just I can't captain the team. Um, I know a lot of them want to play. They might come back under a different name. Um, they might come back, you know, under the same name. I have no idea. H Hogan intend to captain, possibly not captain, but QB if the team comes. back? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, uh, we we talked when we talked in the beginning of the year. Pretty much, 
any hot date slash 69er has an open invitation to at least attempt to join the team. Uh, this team won, so we're going to keep as many of the players on it as we can and, you know, fill in where needed. Uh, there was a lot of weeks that a lot of people didn't make it. Like I said, that kind of is why we won the title is because we didn't have to worry about making people happy. We just went out and played. So Sometimes that makes all the difference. You know, yeah, you people get can get into a groove. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, oh, hopefully you guys are able to to country. I know, like I said, spring is always uh, a lot of people uh, a die. Different. So, uh, which also, uh, which is because of your work schedule, and obviously yes. you bury a lot of people. And I know Brandon is very yes. Yes. fascinated, as am I. Uh, and we'd like to see this thing at some point, but you're you're what, cooler. What do you want? Oh, you're cooler that you have in your garage. So I would just need to borrow something. So I got a car, and I can't really drive a casket on it. I mean, I guess I could. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want. Can to. you imagine <laughs> driving down the highway and seeing a casket strapped to the top of someone's car? Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't <laughs> afford the hearse, so <laughs> just strapped it to the roof rack. Yeah, you know, so a, a truck or something. I mean, I I'd like to get it out there sometime, sure, but um. It's so pretty fun. I mean, I still don't know standard size casket. Like how long or how how many beers can you fit in this total? Oh, geez. As much as you can buy. Um, so fuck. I put 100 pounds of ice in it and it, it went up like an inch and a half of on the bottom. Oh, my God. I mean, it's yeah, they're they're 90 or 80 some odd inches long. And they're 24 inches wide. That's got to be the biggest cooler than I would have ever seen. So what is the inside of it? It's obviously got to have been modified in some sense to no, hold. In. No. Um, so all I did, so a, a casket, um, it has a bed that, you know, the body lays on. So I just yeah. took the bed out, uh, took all the mechanisms out, and, and that's it. I mean, there's no, I've actually stopped putting the ice in the bottom. I'll actually, I'll put a tote or something in there. So that way, you know, I don't have to drain all the water and the ice the next day. So I can that just makes pick sense. It, yeah, and keep the rust and stuff down. Uh, but it's funny, people come over, and I have the tent that goes, you know, around the funerals as well. So they come over, I got the tent out, the casket out, and they're like, hey, where do I put the Mac salad? I'm like, in the cooler. And they're just looking at me, and they're like, where's the cooler? I'm like, it's right there. Like just So they'll go open it, and they don't understand. I just don't have the fridge to feed 40 people that bring food. Yeah, just move Uncle Carl's leg over, and there's yeah. some room in there. Yeah, we actually are. Uh, somebody had a birthday party a couple weeks ago, and we had him get in it and kind of, you know, country living, pulled him around in our lawnmowers around the, oh around my the God. <laughs> at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that that was hilarious. Oh uh, my gosh. So so yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun. So country, obviously, you moved further out. Uh, four wheelers, snowmobiles, anything. Me I know you have a pool. Me, yeah, I fucking hate the pool. Uh, me personally, no, no, I've never been big into all that. I've growing up, I just played. I played sports, so I didn't want to do anything that could stop me from playing the sports. So the snowmobiles, four wheelers, nothing I ever got into. Um, obviously, yes, a lot of people have them. They're all over. I've been on them, but I don't own them. And I, I do live in the village uh, now, so it's you know to get there is a little different. But um, no, no, no four wheelers. Just the kid life. So, and then I guess the last question, who's winning the water war that you started with your wife? I, you dumped her into the pool. All right. So um, I did not dump her. I gently set her. Uh, I'm not stupid. So uh, so I, I got home and she decided to spray me with a hose. And I told her, you know, you might want to stop that. And she got me again. So I picked her up and I set her in the pool. I made sure her phone was out of her pocket, though. Uh, so I was a gentleman about it. But uh one day I got into bed and I, you know, I put my hands under the pillow and there may or may not have been a whole bunch of shaving cream on there. And yeah, so whoa, yeah, she uh, that did not make Facebook. She's nicer than I am. Uh, she, so it's kind of my turn right now. I haven't decided what to do. I don't know if I want to sleep on the couch or do it a night where I know she's, you know, not in the mood to want to like kick me out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> so Trying I haven't gotten back on that yet. 
trying to think of uh, so I mean you could just freeze the driveway uh, there's other ways but I have to take care of the driveway yeah so I don't know I'm trying to think winter wise where water would be fun without getting you kicked out of the house put her in the snow put her in, yeah you yeah I would do that anyways though I mean it's it's part of the you know having the kids you all get out there and you you definitely I mean you're gonna find out soon enough you're gonna throw Liz in the, the snow as many chances as you can and you're just you know as long as snow the kids forts, laugh they snow. can't get mad at you yeah so wait till they're a little older so if I push my wife my daughters will be like ha mommy daddy you know and she'll be like oh shit so I'll, I'll win that one um, so yeah I haven't fully decided on how I'm gonna get it might even wait till this summer and figure something out but um, so yeah she's she's definitely one up right now. And then uh, t- keep thinking of things to to bring up. Christmas is your favorite holiday, apparently. The I, only holiday. Because I, I, every year, one day after Christmas, I rest assured I will see a post from Hoff. Only 364 more days until Christmas. Listen, Christmas is happy. It's after Christmas that everybody's miserable. And, and like Christmas music, those people who don't like it, besides the shoe song, because that shit's sad as hell. Other than that, like every other song is upbeat, you know, you get around and it's just a happy time of the year. So, so yeah, I've always loved it. Um, and it kind of took off more on Facebook that people were getting pissed off about it. So I kept doing it more and more just out of spite. And then, you know, but I have always enjoyed it. Are you uh, one to huge decorations, front yard, or lazy. just just the holiday? Just yeah. yeah, I'm lazy. So no, I mean I'll put lights up under protest. Uh, my wife will buy stuff, and I'll have to put it up, uh, but it's all done under protest because I'll eventually have to take it down. So yeah. I mean that's it's kind of ridiculous to do all that. I think the other person I know Menji does it for uh, Halloween, and I believe he does it for Christmas too. Like huge blow inflatables, everything. Well, if he wants to borrow yard. a casket, he can, because <laughs> I don't use it for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would. I'm yeah, sure he would. he's got it. So, uh, Brandon, you got any other? Qu- do you have any questions for us? I know you're an avid listener. Oh, geez, I no, not really right now. I mean, I had a whole bunch on the way in, but we kind of covered a lot of stuff. So, um, next time, just let me know earlier. Yeah, you know, like these things always come together last minute. So I, I think it texted you like six and is like. Hey, are you f- or five thirty? It was, like, hey, it was like four forty-five, and I wasn't home. And you're like, "Are you free?" And I'm like, "I live an hour away, so it's not that easy." But no, I mean, avid listener, I think this podcast is great. I do want to add, and and you guys might touch on it later. Uh, I know this is a social, you know, group game on is so uh, sale. With everything going on on Facebook, if people haven't seen it by the time oh, this no, comes no, in. no, no, definitely touch on it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he gets to open. I don't know the whole group. I've never seen the show. But Sale from the Wanderers is opening up for Bone Thugs and Harmony November 20. It's a Thursday, 21st and It's at the Town 22nd. Ballroom. Town so. Ballroom. I mean, that's that's amazing. I don't care if you, you know, even if you can't go, congratulate Sale. I mean, Oh, yeah, that's, that's a him, really man. cool thing. So I know they opened for Busy Bone, which yeah. we, we uh, threw out in the Facebook group and yep. mentioned on the podcast. Um, they opened for him at Ironworks. And then he just posted. They must have. I don't know how it all went down, but they must have contacted him and said, "Hey, we'd like for you to come and open up for the whole band." Which is, I mean, Bone Thugs and Harmony right. is like a, a household name, but I, everyone's heard of that band. Absolutely, before. absolutely. So the fact that they get to go and open for them, and I think it's just them. They're anthology, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's just them, just them opening, opening up. for Bone Thugs. And yeah, Harmony. that's and, a really cool and thing. And if you haven't seen it, if you listen to the podcast before you see it on Sales Facebook, if you do want to go buy the tickets from him, they get paid by the tickets that they sell. Yes. I saw that on Facebook. So, again, even if you don't go 69ers, I can speak for him. I'm the captain this year. Congratulations to Sale. Congratulations to the band, the group, whatever they're called. I, I think that's dope. I think, it, you know, go tear down the house and, and show everybody what you got because, I mean, it, it's that's awesome. No, it's an, we're almost an hour in. I think we've only talked about D3. We should probably talk about the other the other divisions that uh, that occurred. Yeah, we're an hour or two in. Uh, but you want to know, uh, 
we didn't we kind of dropped the ball and we didn't get a whole lot of videos for the D3 championship. So I was glad we were able to get a breakdown of your guys' season and everything leading up to the championship and just how things went down during the game. And you know, this is almost uh, not a makeup, but I'm, I'm glad we you were able to come on and, and talk about your guys' Don't season. Don't drink so much before. Hey, well, that, that, not for me. I went home. I was responsible. You were the only one out at the field. I, 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 look, it's I'm, Tim. He's I, late for everything. I'm literally everything. late for everything. Yeah, I, you know how many times one of us have had to play quarterback for I've like had a to series do it, yep. multiple times. It's like shit. Nothing's worse again. than the time that I had all the stuff and overslept, and Brandon had to QB or someone had to QB. It was a beer game at nine. Oh wow. It's okay. Just, it's mind-boggling to me, isn't it? It's so irritating, right? And the Look, captain of two teams. I don't think he's trying, though. Not I, at all. I am trying. No, you're not trying. I try every time. No, uh, you every don't. time to be on time. How, or are early. you on time for work every day? No. no. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm speaking you. for him. I am. I, no, yeah, no, he's no. not. Okay. I mean, uh, I, and they they keep you, huh? That's uh, he's salaried. No, he can come in and go when he wants. Yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, so it's just like nothing. You know. I'm supposed to be there as long as I work the hours that my boss is, is cool with it. So. so you just put in the whatever amount of time. So if you show up at nine, you work eight hours. You show up at seven, you work eight hours. You yep. can get your job done no matter what. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, like not saving lives is what Brandon would say. Yeah, we're Thank not God. saving lives. Well, I don't save them. I need more, more business. So. <laughs> yeah. <No>. Please. Yeah. <laughs> stop Stop saving lives, everyone. <laughs> see an accident, don't call. 911, um, just drive by it. So the, uh, the other championships, we were able to get uh, a lot of video from uh, most of it. So I, I think I unloaded everything on Facebook and Instagram. So You're welcome. Uh, yeah. If, Thank you, Brandon. Yes, Brandon. Brandon did a lot of the D2 game, and uh, JJ helped out with some videos there. We all got things from D the D four championship and the D one championship, so it was a team effort for yeah, those it. videos were really good. I know we talked about it before the podcast, but I mean I think that's the way it should be done every year, at least for the playoffs. Uh, or, you know, if, if the game on decides who the quote unquote game of the week is and you know, here and there we'd do something like that. I, I think that was it was you were able to show a lot of plays and, and the angles were, were I, you know, I, very nice. I plan to just make a habit of bringing the ladder whenever I'm there. So it'll be there by five. Yeah. So the game of the week every week is yeah. Five. So game of the week is five o'clock. Yeah. No matter who's and playing. And then yeah. And then yeah. Exactly. So depending as on long as as long as OSHA doesn't come by, right, Joe? If yeah. you get there and he goes, no. I need someone to hold the ladder while you're up there, and you need to be at least ten feet away from the fields because if OSHA comes by, it's a workplace violation. It's not a workplace in a public park. And I'm like, oh. uh, I don't know. Nah, it's all up in the air. But well, I have a harness to work. I'll bring it to you. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> why I need to be tied off. <laughs> yeah. No, and I he's gonna that. pull you down so you die, and then oh, he gives yeah. him business. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's always thinking the other angle. You got to watch out for him. Management's a hell of a thing. <laughs> so the D4 yes. championship, uh, still running, taking on North Buffalo Knights, uh, back and forth game from what it, it seemed. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call a uh, low scoring game. I didn't even realize how low scoring of a game it was. Really? 14 to 13. Really? Wow. That seems off. I, that's what's entered here. That 14 to 13. I feel like unless every single time the team would drive all the way down to the 10 and then not score, but the ball was they were moving the ball back and forth the whole game. I'm surprised that four scores between both teams. I mean, that's yeah. what it would have been. But uh, I mean, Unless someone just unless someone couldn't read the handwriting. Anyways, we'll go with fourteen thirteen. It's a defensive effort on both sides of the ball. Uh, so st still running scored one offensive touchdown. No two. No, so because got, the pick. Well, they had the pick. Right? They had the pick. Oh yeah, so that pick would have been the deal that would have sealed the game then. The pick six, right? Yeah. yeah. The, so so uh, 
Ball off of receiver's hands. Al intercepts it. Johnny on the spot. Always. Pitches it to someone who's surprisingly faster on their team. I believe either Bookie or another player on their Bookie. team. Bookie. To, to take it to the end zone and just around the corner and past Mecker. It was an incredible play. Brandon got the whole thing on uh, standing on the field from behind it. it was yeah, I was doing like huddle cam, so I was behind the QB the whole time. Oh, I didn't see that. Was that posted? Yeah, it's, uh, it should yeah. be on. I think it's um, on Instagram. And so I'm curious on what, so still running and ended up winning. Mecker had a chance towards the end, uh, and Zippy with the big knockdown on 6-0. They had to score for the win. She knocked it down, and then they just kneeled the ball out. Uh, North Buffalo Knights, uh, they're obviously going to be in D4, but I'm really curious on what's going to happen with still running. If that team's going to move up, maybe they'll stay down, I, I create a different up. team. Uh, but, it, it, hey, well, I give them props. Wasn't that team in D2 in the past? Still running? Or was uh, that, that M&T? M&T. You're okay. thinking M&T. It's okay. still run, when still running's been up higher divisions, Al wasn't quarterback. Got it. Okay. So it's they had somebody else as their quarterback, and Al was playing wide receiver, thus – Moving them up. Al playing quarterback, you know, the height difference. And, hey. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Yeah, what, 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 is, what are you trying to say? That He's not as good of a quarterback as he is a wide receiver. Laces out seven and three. It sounds, it sounds like he's saying that short people can't play quarterback. I'm, is what saying, I'm, that. I'm, I'm saying that Al can't play quarterback right. as well. But, hey, D4 championship. Uh, I, heartbroken for North Buffalo Knights. I was pulling for them. I wanted them to win that game. Uh, great season by their team. They shouldn't hang their heads. I think it's back-to-back championships for them that they've they've dropped. So yeah, they lost to. But it must have been Bod. No, not Bodak. Uh, I forget who they lost to in, was it in the spring. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it was Fresenius was in D four. Yeah, in D four. So I, it's just hey, hopefully. <laughs> Was it on the be back again next year? Yeah, so. didn't you, Brandon, say on the podcast that they didn't score a lot of points in general? Were you looking it up? No, yes, that was me. So I mean, I've, I'm surprised by the score, but I, if they have a history of not scoring or giving up a lot of points, it sounds like it was a fantastic game. I mean, their their semifinal game was 1918 against Boozin and Losin. Sometimes I think Mecker just needs to go with his first read and just get the ball out. Sometimes it's just, you know a lot of. Uh, Pump fakes and you know it's almost like he's doing the YMCA out there to get the ball out before he throws it. Confusing himself and the receivers. Yes, yeah, at times. I still, I'm still over the score because I was watching the game and they were moving the ball. Same thing. I thought the same thing. But hey, good, good job. Still running. I'm glad they won. Fun team, and look forward to them. I playing against them in D3, depending on where I am. So yeah, if I stay. If you go. If he goes. If I stay or if I go now. Laces out might be moving back up to D2, depending on the talent they add to their team. They had the talent already to go to D2. We were in – I'm not even going to get into this, but that's uh, why I started. Jennings should be here momentarily. He said 8-ish. So hopefully what we'll we'll, we'll probably do is uh, stop this one and just record another one with him and post two separate episodes for D3 and D2. Uh, But Stunners, 38-24 over uh, Remember the Beer. And I'll – Speak briefly on it. They played lights out. Dave tore us apart, and you know uh, the game-winning touchdown that they threw to uh, to him. I, Pete's in good position. I think he just turns the wrong way at the last the last second. I think if he turns towards the outside of the field, he either knocks it away or he has a good shot at interception. But he turned towards the inside, and Jennings put it on, on the back shoulder of Dave, and it was a great throw. Yeah, and Pete's a solid defender, so I mean you have to make a good throw to beat him. Dave's. A hell of a receiver as well. Oh so my, he's um, so good. Yeah, well, I'd be interested to see, hear what happens. So I'll be listening to that because I was rooting for beer. A uh, lot of lot of good players on there, but I mean, when Jennings is is on, he's he throws a good ball. They were on a mission. Not not that we weren't. You know, and just 
fun season for us for beer. A lot of fun. A lot of new people on the team. Uh, we'll be back in the spring. That's the plan. So whether or not we uh, switch to lava-covered ninjas is still up in the air. But Why? Why? Uh, so my reluctance is I want to get Remember the Beer shirts for everybody because we've been that team for a while now. Well, you now. should stay Remember the Beer and not go to lava-covered lava uh, That's ninjas. what I'm, I'm now leaning towards you is have, to get shirts for Remember seen, the Beer. Have you seen a lot of your players? There's no ninjas on your team. <laughs> no, there Do are Do you want to be associated with Totes Magotes? Because you will be. Totes, you're lead the JV squad. Yeah, oh. congratulations. But Marty is a quarterback. But Marty's a He's the a, quarterback. Yeah, I so? know. Yeah. You're the captain. I, I was I the quarterback, and it took one year. Thanks, hey. Marty. Uh, but, hey, uh, Hoff, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, reminder, you can find the show on Podbean on the Game On website, gameonbuffalo.com backslash leagues. Follow us on social media at Game on Buffalo across all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's where you can find all the highlights from all of the games. So if you're not following us, click that like button and follow us on Instagram as well. Uh, Brandon, you got anything you want to add? Uh, upcoming leagues. Uh, hopefully they get posted soon. Uh, pond hockey is going to be happening. Indoor football at Sportsplex is going to be happening. Floor hockey same locations it's been city reach church off of uh on agate road just off of agate road uh kickball monday city reach church same location darts league uh should be happening north buffalo i won't say the exact location because i don't think we have anything officially locked in uh there's one other thing that karaoke league we might try and pull off at dell's i think is the location we're looking for what karaoke league Describe. So, <laughs> the fa- if everyone can see Hoff's face right now, so he just looks so confused. K- Casey Crew, our brethren in uh, Kansas City, uh, they do a karaoke league. Eight teams. Uh, they say it sells out every year. Uh, teams of four. You pick two songs, uh, individuals, and a duet each week and then there's a scoring system you compete head to head with another group you pick your songs ahead of time based on what the theme is for the week uh so they have anything and they said they flip back and forth between um hey this session is like serious like so it's voice it's based on like who can actually really sing and so you don't get like you know people who are maybe a trying out for american idol singing the other session is like fun like who can dress up in props who can dress up in the the best gimmick that goes along with their song so it's more of a themed like fun uh show type thing so you don't have to be you don't have to be out there singing like uh luke spiller from the struts or david bowie those are the two people he oh and look man that's I just what came to my mind until he said bowie yeah right. i'm like i've heard that guy uh i do want to point out that i lived up to my word finally i bought dave a beer because about a year ago, yes, I think I said anyone that followed me on Twitter, I would buy them a drink. I've lived up to all of the followers. <laughs> so Brandon is a man of his word. I'm a man of my word. So there you go. Still Thank up, you. Th- still out there. Uh, I'm only here for the beer. He's only here for the beer. Never forget. Remember the beer. All right, all right. thanks guys. We'll see you. Thanks. <laughs>